Wow, we're finally back. It's been a really long time. Welcome back to the Slasher and Fano Girl podcast. This is Hannah. This is Izzy. And today we're reviewing Silence of the Lambs. I know, it's been forever. It's we been, had break. Yeah. I was working a lot. Yeah. And a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. We watched this movie like all the way back in like before Christmas. So it, it's been a while. But today we're reviewing The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, which was made in 1991. Which, you know, it's actually quite a bit. It was a long time ago. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. Now it is. Yeah. 30 years ago. Is it actually 30 years? Yeah. Oh, shit. Years. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's 2021. Holy shit. Yeah. No, everything's right in the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, today, the new Godzilla versus King Kong trailer dropped. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah. He... I've been watching a lot of fucking anime over break, like a loser. <laughs> and he, he made me watch anime. Attack on Titan. It's pretty good. It's pretty fire. Anyway, you're here to have us listen. You're here to listen to us. Talk about horror movies. Yeah, not anime. That's that's not us. Yeah, not yet. No, we, <laughs> oh, we, haven't, no. Adva- we haven't advanced that far. Okay, so Silence of the Lambs opens up on Quantico, Virginia in 1991 with Clarice Starling training to be in the FBI. I don't know where Quantico actually is. It's in Virginia. I, said I know. I know where it. Like I know it's in Virginia, the <laughs> oh. state. I don't know where in Virginia it is. Oh, probably near DC. Yeah, probably since it's the FBI yeah. training facility. Uh, I just want to say right away, I've been thinking about it a lot. I don't know if this is actually a horror movie. I would consider it a thriller. I mean, I mean, they're really, under. they're really the same. Thriller and horror are very close to each other. I mean, I this was, is this has a lot of horror esque elements. I think it it's it's like the other side of the horror movie. It's like the horror movie would be placed like while the crimes were being committed, but this is kind of like the other side of like what happens after. Yeah, kind of. But Kinda. I I I would classify it as like a classic horror movie because it's for me it's always been like under that like when I hear yeah. people talk about it. But anyway, when people talk about it. Yeah, I, I definitely so, agree. Yeah, uh, she gets called into Jack. Crawford's office, which is her boss, while she's uh, out running around. And um, this is where you find out that she is a psychologist interested in behavioral science. Yeah. And if I were going to get into psychology, it's not my degree that I'm going for. It's mine, though. Yeah. Yeah. But you're <laughs> you're doing so. I would definitely do it for this because I think this is by far the most interesting. I love crime and true crime. Anyone who knows me knows I, I love murders and just the worst parts of humanity interest me, so. Yeah, I'm uh, not going for that. But anyway, um, she is tasked to be inter- to interview Hannibal Lecter. Who's a cannibal serial killer. Uh, Hannibal is apparently, you know, a pure psychopath, a real animal. Just yeah. like so many other people we portray in media, he's just this absolute monster who's killed multiple people. I don't even know what his body count is besides know. what's in the movie. But we'll get to that. Um, as soon as she gets there, as soon as she, she sh- shows up, Starling is immediately je- objectified by the psychiatrist who is in charge of Hannibal. He also makes comments about how Crawford is using Starling like a piece of meat. He's, mm-hmm. you know, using Starling as like bait for Hannibal, which, you know, he is. And the psychologist assumes that Hannibal is going to be all over her because of how she looks. And Clarice suggests going in alone so that she can meet with Hannibal one-on-one. And as soon as she walks in to where the prisoners are being held, 
they all immediately start objectifying her. And the scene was it gross. Goosebumps. It, it, not oh, goosebumps. It's, it's, it's it made a, me almost it's the scene gag. After, it's the scene after they get done talking that I'm like, oh. But Nasty. anyways, we'll get to that. Anyway. Uh, Anthony Hopkins plays Hannibal. And Anthony Hopkins, I'm just going to say right now, one of the best actors of all time. Like, it's mm -hmm. not even arguable. He's in so many good roles. And this might be his best. I thought it was really good. So initially, Hannibal looks like kind of, I don't know, not charming, but he looks very nice and polite. He's like a nice older man that you'd live next to that he invites you over for supper. And he just knows so much about the world because he's seen so much of it. But, you know, deep, deep down, he has children locked up in his fucking basement and they're dismembered. <laughs> you but know? Like he also has like he initially looks really polite, but he has like these little creepy vibes like if you were over for dinner it would make you uncomfortable kind of but you wouldn't suspect anything until he started talking about it yeah he, he really embodies what we know about serial killers and psychopaths kind of to a t which makes him a brilliant actor at least in my opinion yeah and like when, he's charming at first and then you're like and then he starts talking about all the things that he can smell on her yeah and then you're and like he, oh, oh yeah, so weird. He, yeah he really is psychotic and it like obviously makes her really uncomfortable when he starts like to smell the little different sense of her so he can like figure out who she is. Yeah, he criticizes Starling for trying to just give him a questionnaire because he's also he was a psychiatrist, so he's pretty yeah. he's pretty intelligent. Yeah. Uh Lecter analyzes Starling easily, uh, and speaks about her childhood, like he's taken stabs in the dark about what happened to her in the childhood and it's pretty it hits pretty, pretty close to home yeah and she's able to make some small talk with him and convinces him to fill out the questionnaire but that's when he like starts psychoanalyzing her yeah uh starling retorts by asking why he doesn't just self-actualize and just like look himself in the mirror and be like oh i also have issues but i mean most serial killers and psychopaths are also horrible narcissists so it tracks yeah um, and then hannibal dismisses oh. her and migs throws he's he's uh jerking off and throws cum on her you know and it, this it's gross it's disgusting i i can't even no no don't even think about it so um she leaves hannibal and gives a detailed gives detailed information that will lead her down the path to find buffalo bill which is the reason why she went to see hannibal lecter in the first place is yeah. because they're trying to track down the serial killer buffalo bill uh, we then see a flashback to uh, Starling's father, who was a cop. Uh, we see a montage of Clary's training further and learning more about Hector. Uh, we found out that Migs has died in prison uh, because Hannibal Lecter, you know, uh, told him to kill himself. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. And With then, his psychoanalyzing and yeah. psychology. He uses psychology as a weapon, which is like fascinating especially for someone who's like going into the field of psychology just to like see how people actually are like using psychology as a way to like get under people's skin and be like i know this about you and like yeah. take away at all their deepest emotions and hector you know talks to starling some more and starling goes to a self-storage unit uh and finds a head yeah like a legit ugh. And then Starling goes back to Lecter, asking about the head she found. Uh, and Lecter apparently found the body and just tucked him away for someone else to find. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Clarice asks if the guy he found was trans. Lecter then asks if Starling believes Crawford wants to fuck her, which was, like, weird during this yeah. conversation. 
but like Hector's always playing like the apathetic part of like, I don't really care about this case. I more care about you and your own psychology. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to mess with you, but I'll also help you out because you're like my little play thing. One thing that I found that was like really interesting in this scene is that when Clarice was going into the storage unit, she actually cut herself on the way in when she like found the head. And while um, she was there with Hannibal, he could smell that she stopped bleeding. Like he could tell that like, she wasn't bleeding anymore, which I think is, like, really crazy that he could, like, just the way that he just, like, can tell when, like, smells. Yeah. Is is so, like, weird. But uh, Hector ends up offering a psychological profile to help catch Belle if she promises a transfer. We then cut to a woman driving down in the road Memphis, in... Memphis, Tennessee. Mem- yeah, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, she pulls up to an apartment complex and sees a man struggling while putting... Uh, I believe a couch a in the van. Chair. Oh, chair, couch, whatever. Uh, she helps him, but he ends up kidnapping her. And punches her in the head. Yeah, and then... Starts cutting off her clothes. Yeah, because, I mean, if you've seen this movie, you know why, but Buffalo Bill's in the bigger women. Yeah. Um... We then uh, see Starling training. And he's called outside because uh, they found a body in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Crawford discusses the habits and tendencies uh, of Buffalo Bill, which sounds like a mix of serial killers who we've heard of in real life, like the Green River Killer, kind of, sort of Ted Bundy-ish, like just a little bit. But there's some other things that he does that, that like, if you're into serial killers, you're like, yeah, he's a serial killer. It's, it's all the same tendencies. All serial killers at the basis are the same thing. Uh-huh. And so they go to a funeral home to go look at the body that was found. And the cops are very sexist towards Clarice. And it's, like, really obvious. And it's just because she's a woman that they're, like, leaving her out. Yeah. Well, it's the 1990s. And she's in a male-dominated field. You know, crime and psychology. I mean. It's not surprising. It's not surprising. It's just annoying to see. Yeah. Um. While she is there, she has another flashback of when her dad died on the field. and Yeah, I think he stopped like, a robbery. The scene was just very moving because it was, like, just the way that they did it. She was, like, looking through at another funeral that was happening. And then, like, she just it just, like, cuts to when she was a teenager. Yeah. And then they go into the back part of the funeral room where uh, the body is. Mm-hmm. And we see Clarice react to how the body looks. And then we see it ourselves. And like, it's gross. It's it's, it's bloated. It's black. It's it's dead. It's, it's a dead very body. Dead. And while they're analyzing, she finds a an exotic bug that was like in her throat, and she goes and gets it. Yeah, it's a bug analyzed cocaine. in DC. I think at one of the Smithsonian's. Yeah. Something like that. Like the the bug people. Yeah, I bug don't experts. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not into bugs. Me neither. They're kind of gross. And the next scene is the infamous basement pit scene where you get to see the pit in the basement that Hannibal throws his victims in while he's waiting to skin them. Not Hannibal. Not Hannibal. Oh my gosh. Bill. Bill. Wrong. Bill. Wrong name. I have Hannibal written more than Bill. My bad. Good job. Yeah. But uh, this is this scene, I think it really works pretty well to be like oh this is creepy 
because mm -hmm. it's this dirty ass basement Disgusting. oh and she's at the bottom of this like emptied out well and you know he's teasing her he's saying rub the lotion on your skin or you'll get the hose again everybody i mean even if you haven't seen this movie you know this line if you know movies you know this line and it's just so makes your skin crawl yeah just the whole time i was watching this i just was like on the edge of my seat just kind of like really uncomfortable which is the purpose of the film it's like it makes you go there are people like this in real life that's the truth and that's frightening mm -hmm. it's frightening to think that there are people out there who will kill you just because you look a certain way yeah and i mean the truth is most serial killers kill women so it's just it's the truth that's, that's men have to slightly less to fear but that doesn't mean when it that, comes to serial killers, yeah, not with like other other things, other yeah. things. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. This is a this is a horror movie podcast. Yeah, I'm just saying, carry a gun. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you never know. Anyway, you... let's continue on. Um. So after the the pit scene, we see Clarice as she goes back to Hannibal to um see if she's able to get a deal so he can give yeah, her more yeah. information oh uh, yeah we cut back to frederick who is the psychiatrist uh and he's being just an asshole mm -hmm. and he blows up the fbi's plan or crawford's plan to uh try and get him like a deal he's like nah they're lying to you you dumb asshole but uh we then cut to uh, hector being transferred and he talks with the senator about the case and he's being really weird here he's doing the whole like do you feel what does he say he's like do you feel your tits or something like that it was he was making a breastfeeding comment and it was really like off-putting and she was like get the fuck out of here I don't even and he, remember then he this. was like yeah this is the scene where they're in the like airport. oh 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 yeah he's trying to like so the mom of the woman who was um kidnapped He's trying to like make like a like a comment about how like women when they're like breastfeeding a baby can like tell when their baby's in distress. Yeah. And he was like trying to like make a comment about that. And it was just it was really uncomfortable. Like when Hannibal talks to anyone but Clarice, it's like it's really, really uncomfortable. Weird. It's really weird. But yeah, they he ends up uh telling like telling um i guess she is some sort of sender or something the yeah the kidnap she's a mom. senator lois yeah but Luis, lois no his up, name who is i don't know never mind <laughs> <laughs> he ends up telling uh everybody where she is but he lied yeah so it was kind of he was just being a dick uh-huh so um while he is being transferred he's like somewhere deep in dc i think yeah i think so and um clarice comes to see him and she um has to like sneak her way in because she's technically not allowed to be there and um lector tries to give her get her to find the answers because he sees clarice as a promising psychologist who has so many skills and like while he's tormenting everyone else and playing mind games mind games with them to like play with them he's really trying to be like 
yeah. getting Clarice to find the answers because he knows yeah, that she because can get they're it. in this like hotel thing, and uh, Clarice is there, and Lecter's like, like, why would Bill do this? Try and figure out the answers yourself, and Hannibal questions Clarice about her childhood, and uh, she ran away because she could hear the screams of lambs being slaughtered. Uh huh. Uh, she took one and tried to run away, but then uh, Starling. We just cut back, and Starling goes back to the FBI. Uh, Hector then kills both the cops and escapes. Yeah, the guards, he, like, bites one of the faces off and beats the other one to death. With a club. With a club. Um, So he hangs one of the officers, and then he... Yeah, he's gutted against the cell. The other officer, the other officer is alive but badly injured, and uh, it's actually Hannibal with the other officer's face on him. And he pretends to be injured so he can, like, freely escape. Yeah, and he uses the body of the officer. The other one that one yeah. that he, like, cut the face off of. Yeah, and he puts it on top of the uh, elevator. elevator, and then they shoot him and he falls in. Yeah, like, they think it's Hannibal, like, hiding, but it, it's not. And so he gets away. Um, And this is where we see, like, Clarice is, like, not afraid like, she might be a little anxious, but, like, you see, like, Clarice isn't worried that Hannibal's going to come after her. Yeah. She just, like, has this, like, semi-sense of peace. Like, she still, like, has fear in her eyes, but I think it's more about her trying to find Buffalo Bill. But, like, all of her colleagues are, like, scared for her. And yeah. she's just like, nah, I'm good. But we then cut to a scene where we see inside Bill's house, and he's trying to make a bodysuit. And if, he... if you don't get it by now... He isn't trans, but he wants to be. He's, like, trying to be, but he also isn't at the exact same time. Yeah, he has um, body dysphoria. But, like, since it's the 90s, there weren't many options for him to, like, transition. Yeah, and so all the places he did apply to, they turned him down, because from what of, I understood. I think because of his Yeah, psychological state, issues. Yeah. So he's going to extreme measures and creating himself... A new body to wear yeah and then uh starlin and co-worker are talking and she realizes that he must have known his first victim because the thing about serial killers is at least stereotypically the first person they kill is typically someone they at least know or they that reminds them of someone else like yeah ted bundy killed women who reminded him of an ex in college and that's why he did it. Yeah. You know, and then you can pretty much put that on any serial killer. It's not always the same, but... But it, it's like a stereotype. It's, it's the motivation. Yeah. Serial killers are always doing it because the truth is they're just narcissists who don't have any control over their emotions. Yeah. So Clarice ends up going to the first victim's house yeah, and, and she, talks to her father to find more information. And she searches the girl's room and figures out that all the girls need to be a certain size so he because, can sew it properly yeah, together. She, yeah, she realizes he's making a bodysuit, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, she then tells Crawford, but they apparently already found him, even though it's the wrong place. I'm just going to say it now. Uh, yeah. We then um, cut to see they, the, the victim, Kathleen, yeah. but is still alive. They layer it to make it look like the FBI found 
yeah. the right house. They do like the stereotypical trope of like, it looks like they're in the right place, but they're We're definitely not. quite not. there yet, though. Because Catherine, we cut to see Catherine still alive and trying to bait the dog while Bill is talking about uh, oh, right. fucking himself. He's like, hey, I'd, I'd fuck me. <laughs> Which is weird. Weird. He's just... Uh, we then cut to... Oh, yeah. We're past that. We're past that. Um, Yeah. Then we, like Hannah said, we cut to the scene where they're doing this whole thing where it's like, oh, the FBI got him, but it's actually Sterling. I hate this trope. Yeah, I hate this trope but so I, I predicted it. But um, as you didn't pause the movie fast enough, because normally when we watch something, I try to predict the ending and um, I'll tell him like, oh, pause, because like that's going to happen. It was like the same with the Halloween movie when I was like, oh, she's going to punch out that window pane. Yeah, you just try and guess. I'm just, I try to guess. It's fun. I like I like guessing. But like he's already seen the movie, so it's not like one of those like annoying like yeah things like people in movie theaters predicting it and like shouting it. Yeah, I hate I, that. I definitely, I hate didn't, I definitely like that. didn't do that once. Uh, you're the worst. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was more like a it was more like a gasp. Then uh, I like realized I was too loud. Anyway. Anyways, uh, she ends up at Bill's house and uh, is trying to just talk to him. She invites him in. Uh, she sees multiple clues while in the house. And she sees the moth. Yes. Like the bug that like the yeah the moth that was found in the one girl's body. She was like when she went to get it analyzed, she like got to see a lot of different like pictures of what they looked like, and she like. She saw it in his house, and then that's when she, like, realized. Yeah. And she kind of realizes she's standing in a serial killer's house, and he's, like, reaching for a gun. And mm -hmm. he's also, like, oh, she's on to me. So he, like, runs away downstairs, and Starling follows him. And the basement is and, creepy and disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, like, really nasty, like... The wooden, Hoard, yeah. Hoarders are clean compared to this. I mean, it wasn't like there was stuff on the ground, but it was like covered in mud and dirt and dust. And all of the wood Piss was beginning to and, rot. Yeah. And like the windows were like getting that weird thing that windows do where they like yeah, they start and Yeah, they start like the glass starts to bend. It was just because of age. Yeah, yeah but anyway, she goes downstairs and she you know, is looking for Bell, and she comes across Catherine, the uh, girl who's the victim, mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, I'll help you, but you need to, like, stay there for now, and Catherine's flipping out because, you know, of course she is, because yeah. she was kidnapped by a serial killer and then tortured, which anybody would have yeah. in that situation. She, she thought that um, Clarice was going to leave her and yeah. was going to, like, like, not be able to rescue her because she was... I honestly think the girl who was stuck in the pit thought that Buffalo Bill was going to kill Clarice. Yeah. And so which, she's like, like, my chance is gone now. Which logically makes sense because that's his turf. Yeah. And a killer would be better in their own turf than anybody trying to step into it. Uh-huh. But anyway, Clarice starts going after Bill. And it's, there's, like, a lot. It's a huge basement. There's, like, a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of she, rooms. She walks into one room, and it's this bathtub. And I'm guessing this is the first victim because of how old the body is. But it's a bathtub and there's a person inside it. And it's just, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it's encased in mud. And you can see the skull popping out, just the skull. I don't know if it's mud or if it's like dead body flesh. But it's like oh, a mix of both. 
And then she's like looking throughout the basement. And then, and then the, the lights, lights go are, out. Yeah. Look at us talking like, over each other at the same time. Yeah, the lights go <laughs> out and he's wearing night vision goggles. Because, you know, of course he is. And Clarice obviously didn't think to bring her FBI warranted night vision goggles. Yeah. And he's like falling around just like almost touching her touching her hair and he's like breathing on her and it's fucking oh, you can, it's, you can it's feel creepy. it on your I, spine yeah. because he's he's like oh yeah i don't know he's, <laughs> it's weird and then he he pulls out his 44 magnum and he's like getting it ready to blow our blow her brains out and you can hear the click and she turns around and just pops him a few times and he's dead yeah because clarice is a badass yeah and uh um, you see her, like, you find out that she's able to rescue the girl who's in the pit. I can't remember her name. Did we say what her name was? Yeah, it's um, Catherine. Catherine. She's able to rescue her. And uh, the scene ends with, like, Catherine carrying the dog with her. The, yeah, the, the, the dog. FBI shows up. Yeah. and No, it's Bill. It's Bill. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is the second time I've done this. It's fine. It's, it's fine. But yeah, the FBI is able to show up and then the it ends not ends but like it cuts to um clarice graduating and becoming an fbi agent yeah and then uh hector calls her and congratulates her and he's like you're never gonna find me and she's like well i'm gonna and he's like nah yeah and then he's like well i have to eat somebody real quick and it's the uh psychiatrist the one that um what that was like wanting to go with Clarice and she was like no so it was like a really rude guy um yeah. and it pretty much like garbage Hannibal ends up telling Clarice like you don't need to worry about me going after you because I'm not going to because the world needs people like you in it so it, like really shows that like well Hannibal is disgusting sociopath. and sociopath and a cannibal he still has some piece of humanity left in him because he likes he's yeah he has some sort of morality even if it's like really dark yeah it's kind of like he sees clarice as like someone he can mentor in psychology but obviously not in like crime but yeah the movie walks away with hannibal walking to his next victim and then it just cuts to the credits and you just assume he gets it because it's hannibal lecter yeah we presume that the psychiatrist ends up dead and if I remember correctly, there isn't a sequel to this. I think there might be a prequel. And I know for sure there's a TV show. But I don't think there's a sequel. As far as I'm aware. But uh, what? first off, how spooky did you? What's the spook factor for this? Oh, like a two? It's not spooky. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's really creepy. But it's not, it's not scary. It's not what I would consider scary. I'd give it like a one. Two at best. Yeah. But definitely a one. Uh an enjoyment. Oh, like nine. Yeah. I also give definitely. it a nine out of ten. This is really good if you like psychological horror. And I love I love psychological movies. And I think the best way to follow up with this is if we can find it somewhere. Uh seven, which is also a psychological thriller slash horror movie. And it's even more messed up than this. So we'll watch that Ooh, next. Interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. The entire premise is based on the seven deadly sins and somebody committing oh. murder using those sins. That sounds very fascinating. Yeah. 
But uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, me too. Any other thoughts about the movie? Um, not really. I think I would suggest it to anyone who can stomach gore. Like, it's not it's not super gory. gory, but like there are moments it, it where tendon, like it has some violent parts and some like weird. If if you like serial killers and you like a somewhat accurate depiction of them and you like psychological like thrillers this is a movie for you yeah like if you watch psycho and you liked it watch silence of the lambs yeah this might not be for everyone but i've never met someone who didn't like silence of the lambs yeah if this is your wheelhouse of course if you're just yeah. if you're not if you don't like it you don't like it you know yeah yeah but uh the next episode we're gonna review seven and i can't wait to review that because i know you've never seen it and that's the only horror movie i think i've ever seen once wow yeah it got to me the first time so very interested in yeah. seeing the movie <laughs> yeah but uh, i think that's it for today yeah well see you guys later stay spooky